Welcome to Two Medics and One Microphone, and your presenters are Imran Lasker and Dorusha Gumadina. So, hello and welcome to another podcast. This is Two Medics and One Mic. My name is Dr. Lasker. I'm a consultant radiologist. And I'm Thrusha. Sorry, I was supposed to like jump in a little bit earlier and I've ruined it. Uh, I'm Thrusha Dimitri of Asingen Awardner. Uh, I am a cardiology registrar in the east of England. Um, I always add that I'm interested in intervention because I guess that is important to me. So there you go. It's not important to anyone else. But it's, it's a cool thing to be interested in, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Because, you know, not all cardiology registrars are created equal. <laughs> um, anyway. So we're, what this what this podcast is really about is you know social media, but from a medical medical point of view, med Twitter kind of things that are happening in the medical world, but from a social media point of view. And as we both know, it can be a scary place to be. And mm. uh, as we've as we've noticed, Darusha, haven't we? That we're, I feel like we're shaking things up a bit out there. What yeah. do you think? It's fast moving as well. Literally, the, what like uh, the day after that we um, we did the last one, then there was this whole thing that. People were like, oh, is it in there? And we're like, oh, no, no we've recorded the day before. <laughs> like, like, it's just happening so fast. We can't keep up with everything. So we should yeah. talk about it. We should get it out there, shouldn't we? The stuff, yeah. uh, the blog, the blog. Did you read the blog? Yeah. So, I mean, why don't you tell, why don't you, well, I say, I remember like, um, we'd, we'd done the recording and because I'm pretty new to this, it took me a while to put the recording together. And literally the next day you're like, check this out. And I was like, God, that would have been great to have in the podcast. Do we meet up again? Do we like re-record or, you know, mm -hmm. and I just thought, you know what, it's going to go to next week. So, yeah. I mean, this pod, there, basically there was a, there was a blog article, wasn't there? Uh, I mean, do you, I, I read some of it. I kind of got the gist of it and, and I could see that people were very, very upset. Did you actually read the whole thing? Uh, I read like two entries. Mm. Um, I guess it is a like in retrospect, it's a guy who I um, I didn't think he was gunning for anyone, but mm. um, this, some of the stuff he said was pretty questionable and um, probably insensitive. Um, it's one of those things, isn't it? You put it on the internet. Like, it's fine, dear journal, today the med reg was mean to me, fine. Mm -hmm. But like, um, when you're putting on the internet, it's kind of talking oddly about kind of female medical registrars being, it was just a bit weird, like some of it was a bit strange. Um, and then all the kind of like passive aggressive stuff about kind of um, any doctors just basically lying, just being liars. Yeah, you know, just, that's the thing, right? Like, I, I think, so basically there was a blog article and it was essentially a diary, wasn't it? I mean, it looked like it was a diary, diary entries about this guy's feelings and that kind of thing. And I guess in this day and age, I mean, this is what I'm starting to realise. Like, I've only been so active on Twitter for so long, right? And, um, you know, people are, you know, a lot more out there than I'd originally anticipated. Like, people are really up there with their feelings. And so with this guy, I felt as though it was like his version of Twitter, but like a really elongated version of Twitter, if that makes any sense. Like, instead of having your characters only so far, like, he actually had, like, proper blog articles. Um, and the content... Like, yeah, a lot of what he was saying was like questionable, but at, at least he was like, I, what I quite like about people in a lot of ways is that I prefer them to be honest about their feelings rather than pretend that they're something else. Mm -hmm. And the bits that I read about it, like he was being honest in his feelings about, you know, how he felt about, um, you know, the A&E doctors and the way they do referrals. And, you know, a lot, as you know, that I do a lot of memes and a lot of my jokes do tend to be at the expense of someone else, be it A&E, be it someone else in terms of the way they're referring things. And I guess it was maybe, the, do you think it was just a language, the inflammatory language that was used? Because he, what was it? Something along the lines of um, deceitful, deceitful A&E, A&E doctors. Yeah. And it's the wording. Was that the problem that people got really riled up about? A little bit, yeah, because, I mean, where, where like, every 
uh, it just seems like a little bit hypocritical for starters because mm. we all, you know, we do compartmentalize and we do kind of, you know, when we uh, hand over patients from one to the other, we tell it the stories, right? And, mm. you know, there are things that we add, there are things that we don't add, um, lying through omission or whatever, like, you know, I guess it kind of happened. But the thing is, is that I guess it was the implication really that it was just um, a bit underhanded or whatever. Mm. And I think the... I think it's I think it's fine you know you can say what you like but the you know anywhere free speech and all that right mm. but it's also equally fine for people to be like actually you know what that's kind of a bit of a dick thing to say like mm. I think if you're gonna put stuff out there people should be right uh, should be allowed to say you know actually that, that's not that's yeah you're wrong you know people should be allowed to say you're wrong you know in the same way and like you know, he could take, he could keep the blog there, or he could take it down, or he could, he'd be like, oh, you know what, actually, you know, it's an opportunity for growth. Well, the, the thing is, like, what I found with this is that, um, like, I, I did actually share some of the same feelings on, on some level, which, which may be, maybe an unpopular thing to say, but um, I just felt like, I remember when I was doing the A&E, A&E thing, and you had to refer to, like, your, your colleague, right, and they were quite difficult sometimes, you think, dude, I work with you, I bump into you in the, in the doctor's office, like, why are you being mean, why are you being weird about it, but then, when it came to my turn, I was doing the same thing, but actually, a lot of that was based on the way my seniors were, like, they would actually say that I was a good SHO, or SHO, you know, quotation marks, F2, if I had had fewer referrals on that day so the job really was to try and bat as many you know it sounds mm. bad but you know like you're trying to prevent as many referrals as possible and this is the this is the issue that I've always had or I've had for a long long time a struggle because I did mention not so long ago that um I feel kind of bad about when I first started radiology. I think I was a little bit mean. Mm. And um, I wrote a blog article on this, which you'll be able to find on Medium. Maybe I'll stick on um, on the show notes. But I was talking about like at different stages, what a radiology registrar is like. And in the beginning, you say no to a lot of things. And I felt a lot of the reason I said no was not because the referral was any, ba- any good or any bad, or ba- any bad, whatever, you know, it wasn't mm. bad or anything. But it was more because like I was afraid about the job that I could do in terms of if that scan comes through, what on earth am I going to do? And so a lot of the reason I said no in the beginning was because I was more afraid about what I could really offer in that situation. But I remember back then I used to be like, no, my job is to try and stop referrals, stop t- taking patients in. And if I went to my senior to look at, you know, I managed to stop this, they'd be like, yeah, awesome, man. Imran, you did great. But from the A&E side... When I was there, it was all about trying to get that patient out, move them on to wherever, get them, get them out the, get them out the place, whatever way possible. And you're almost encouraged, and seen to be good if you saw more patients, regardless how good you were at seeing patients. It was good to just see more patients, get them through the system. And so I think because that disparity between like you know what people's goals are, you can have this sort of misunderstanding or sort of conception of each other. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, um, I kind of posted something about along those lines when I started as a medical reg. Like, um, I definitely wanted to cultivate an air of being like that, being like a wall. And um, I remember, and a lot of it, like looking back at myself and just thinking about the way I behaved, like I, I know it was rooted in insecurity because I know I felt that way. Like I know I felt that mm. if um, at the end of the day, like I had to hand over patients, I always felt like a bit of a failure and I always felt a bit angry if people handed over loads of stuff to me. And mm. I think as time goes, like, and I know that I was a dick. Like I know, mm. like, um, and, I didn't think I was like overtly horrible, but that's, um, I think there's a lot of things that we do um, and there's so much passive aggression. And I wish I could go back and just say sorry to everyone who kind of like dealt with me because I know I was just unreasonable. But like, um, I think the thing is, is that, you know, as you said before, like a lot of it is because of the culture and the kind of um, the the structure that we end up working in, which is just that everyone's just really pressed for time, for space, 
and you know everyone's kind of overworked. So nobody, you know, that's that's why you kind of like push back. But that's not because you know that person who's trying to refer to you is trying to ruin your day um, or with dickheads or whatever. It's because like the system is just so stretched. So like I just think as as soon as we recognise that that everyone's under pressure, then I think we could probably allow you know just I mean like. Yeah, bullshit, bullshit referrals is still bullshit. It's still, yeah, but, like, I mean, the, the thing, thing is, is like, being, being called deceitful, like, it, that's the thing. But, so I think when we talk to each other very briefly about this, it's like, you know, like, I could call you a lot of things. Like, I could mm. call you all sorts of swear words yeah. under, the, under the sunrise. But if you I do. call you deceitful, oh, yeah, which is, <laughs> over the years, I've called you plenty of things. Out of <laughs> but, like, as soon as, if I said to you, look, Thrusha, you know what? You're just not an honest person. Mm. It just hits you a different way, doesn't it? Yeah, it just feels me. like you know what, mate, you've you've actually gone and hit me, hurt me there. Like, why don't you just talk <laughs> yeah, about? Don't you think you'd have a mm. you'd have some feelings yeah. about that? And I reckon it's just the wording saying deceitful. Yeah. Um, but you I know, mean, like, with, yeah, go on. I think there are a few other kind of yeah, strange attitudes, like I said about kind of women and stuff. But yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was that. It's that implication because we all have to accept. I mean, it's not. It is unpleasant, and people can be really unpleasant to each other. And I think in that in that scenario, when I, if I was to blog about it, I guess I'd be focusing on who, who particularly was a dick, rather than just being like, "Oh, EDSHOs are wankers," you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like um, it, I, I always find that you know with these blog articles, it's like it was his diary, right? And I don't know what the overall intention is, but you know, it's a way to express your feelings. And also, it's a really interesting phrase that I, re- I recently, I think it was a book by Justin Cleon, and he was talking about show your work. And he was talking about how a lot of us get really pent up on the idea that we've got to have perfect work all the time. But actually, it's more important to go for the quantity, because actually by doing lots and lots of things again and again, you actually get better and better at it. And so I thought to myself, actually, you know what, that's so true. Like when, he was talking about creativity, being creative. So with this guy, like he clearly wants to be, he wants to blog. Uh, I'll be honest with you, his blog wasn't very good. It wasn't particularly yeah. interesting. But, you know, it might be that if he continues at it over a few years, he might actually become, like, pretty good at blogging. And only because of doing such a shoddy blog in the beginning of things, it might be good. So I felt a bit bad to cut his blog out. And, yeah, his, some of his opinions were a, a bit odd. But at the same time, I, I could relate or I could see it from his point of view because I felt like I, I had been there and I didn't voice those opinions, but I, I had been in, in, the, in the area where I've had those similar feelings or similar opi- opinions. And all credit to him, you know, he, he deleted it, which is one thing, and he also mm. gave a, a pretty decent apology, which some people don't Oh, what really... was it? What was didn't it? You think, what, what, didn't you think so? What was the apology? I what didn't did see it. Do you remember? I didn't know. Oh, no. um, let's try and find it for you. I think I sent it to you, didn't I? Hmm. I think the thing is, though, like, you put it, I think if you're going to put it in the internet, I think it's an opportunity. Like, I hope that in with those interactions that maybe it was an opportunity for some growth. Is yeah, like, I mean, with most of these things, isn't it? You can either, like we had with so many people over the over, over the weeks now or months, where they've just dug the hills in, having said something a bit odd, and been like, well, I'm not going to change. This is my opinion. This is what I think. And everyone's like, you need to, like, wake up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this guy, mm. he literally wrote, oh, wow, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a lighthearted post. I'm not intended to offend anyone or make light of good work the emergency team do. I'm gutted this is I'm gutted this has offended many and I wholeheartedly tender my apologies, right? So, you know, I wasn't explaining the barrage of insults though. I guess it's where we are all on different, uh, we're we're all different and we learn every day. Thanks everyone and God bless. So standard internet situation, like uh, he's gone and said something, got a whole load of insults for it and good on him. He didn't, he didn't thrash out. He didn't be like, oh, well, you know, if you're going to call me that, I'm going to call you this. And if you're going to call me that, I'm going to call you this. It was, okay, look, made a mistake. 
let's move on. And yeah, yeah. And people I have, mate. I mean, yeah, that was like a week ago. Nobody's really talked about it since, apart from us. Maybe, maybe we should move on. Should we move on? <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we. Yeah, should, because yeah. like you know, there was that tweet, wasn't there, about us kind of perhaps kind of following people, being like, oh, are we going to arbit- <laughs> arbitrate on this behavior? Maybe this will go in our next podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've 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 got a responsibility now. People are listening, so you know, um, to call out behavior and also reward <laughs> apology. So well done to that person that we don't know their name, but you know, you got forgotten about because you said sorry, or maybe just people got bored. I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got we're on the lookout now, so people got to watch out. Watch out. <laughs> um, it's weird, but, isn't it? You just want to talk about that stuff that happens with people. But the thing is, we should all really be maybe second guess what. The thing about Twitter is like I sometimes feel as though like um, people are probably tweeting a bit too quickly. You know what I mean? Like maybe oh, maybe should take a second. Yeah. Like I, oh, I think, you know, I've been guilty of that. I mean, did you see my one the other day? Like where I was just talking about poo. Like it just randomly. Like it's because I saw this other tweet, which is on, yeah. which is by um, uh, Joanna Poole, who um, messaged. She sent a tweet about uh, circadian rhythms and how mm. uh, they're related to photosynthesis and how like our sleep patterns are related. To, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And that reminded me of when one of my bosses. Like I remember once this guy like arrested when he was he asked for the commode and the rest and i was like i've seen that you know i've heard of this phenomenon where like people die on the elvis. toilet and I, elvis yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like i was like oh you know why does that happen and he was like um oh well it's like a battlefield reflex you know like you empty your bowels before you get into battle so you didn't get bacterial sepsis and then i posted it <laughs> and then i was like oh yeah actually it's probably not as clever as i thought and then people were like why are you obsessed with poo man and then literally yeah. like a few days later there was this study where they were like oh yeah people like have cardiac arrest so while they're on the toilet and all these paramedics were like yeah we've like known that for ages and there was this whole <laughs> thing about it and i was like whoa like maybe that thing just kind of like somehow got into my i don't know like maybe i'd seen a tweet about it or something and then man, it's so like funny because when you put that tweet out about defecation someone was like are you trying to get on your own podcast or something that was one thing so <laughs> i thought that was pretty yeah. funny yeah, yeah. Like, man you pretty much defecated on your own twitter isn't it you yeah, literally just brain dumped on there yeah, but yeah, you yeah. had another tweet which went like you know i'll be honest with you it sounded like it was like you know when you get these big threads sometimes you get these big yeah. threads and maybe it's a problem with me like i don't really maybe that's why i didn't do so well in exams i just don't like reading I just don't like I don't know something about paragraphs and all this stuff I want uh, tweets to go beyond a tweet I'm a bit like nah it's too much uh, man but the right. one thing I kind of skimmed through your one and when mm. I saw the custard custard uh, donuts I was thinking you know what you had a you had a tweet about oh, custard donuts yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. man it's like um you know, like we're talking about some things that hit the heart of you. That that, that was when I was like, you know what? I don't know this guy. How what? Could you say something about I think donuts, man. What's wrong with you? Ultimately, <laughs> I think it, the crux of the issue here for me, anyway, is that cust- I think custard is delightful, and I will eat it in any form it comes. I'll have it, you know, <laughs> I'll have it cold. I'll have it tepid. I'll have it hot. I'll have it lumpy. You know, even with the skin on top of it, I'll eat that. Like oh, I just man. don't. I don't care. I love custard. So that's that's kind of I guess where the passion comes from. But also, <laughs> if you think about. I mean, let's get, uh, you know, I know cardiologists and donuts don't necessarily. Yeah, what is this uh, ca- cardiology align. donuts thing? I don't know what this is. Like people, uh, oh my God. Donuts, cardiology uh, donuts. Go on, man. What's uh, happening? So here? there's a person who uh, called Asim Malhotra. He mm. is a cardiologist. I think he's in London. 
um, and um, his Twitter profile is a big deal. Like he, his pictures with him like shaking Samantha Cameron, you know David Cameron's wife's hand, oh, wow. and he's like at like 10 Downing Street there, so he's obviously mm. a big deal. I mean, he put that mm. picture in his background. That's obviously a big deal thing. Mm. And um, he, uh, when <laughs> during COVID at the very beginning, uh, Krispy Kreme were like, oh, you know, for NHS workers, they like donated donuts, and people were like, yeah, and he was like, oh my god, obesity like causes COVID, and this is reckless, and you guys are criminal, <laughs> and and then he was like, all NHS workers because are obese and he just came out with all this stuff and people everyone was like mate just and then like all this now you know stuff that you kind of like let go you know because he's like mm. a shouty man and i think he'd written a book about kind of nutrition and how that kind of like uh, helps with your immunity and stuff which seems like a peculiar thing for a cardiologist to do because you know i don't think we have special study study nodule modules not modules in nutrition for cardiology yeah. we don't so i know yeah. but maybe that's like a special interest of his i don't know but he'd written a book on it so obviously that was like his agenda, but um, because he kind of like frames himself as a cardiologist, although he doesn't work in the NHS, and um, I'm not sure if he finished training. <laughs> oh, am I going to get libeled? Am I going to get libeled? I don't know. Ah. Um, I was a bit like, oh. and so I was a bit like, this guy to cardiologists is like pretty Patel to brown people. I'm like, we just don't, just because he's we there. We we're just different. Yeah, he's just different. He's, you know, if we could, if we could... Uh, pass him off to another specialty uh, then I'd <laughs> happily happily do that you know he can go to uh, radiology I don't know just another specialty ooh, I really don't ooh. like I don't know just <laughs> it's one of the situations like thank you but you know what they <laughs> no. say oh, have no thank you but no thanks but you yeah. you know you can go off to hematology hematology be like no no thank you yeah. hematology yeah. is very grateful for the for the offering but you can go somewhere else please you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those so, kind of types so yeah so that's where that beef comes from but don't get me I am a complete donut enthusiast and if i've ever in doubt like i know that dwayne the rock johnson also loves to binge on donuts that's like his kind of well, cheat day go. food if, so if there the you go it's the rock then, yeah you know he, he, then, you can smell what he's cooking but you know yeah. like, donuts actually i'm glad you mentioned because i love donuts i've always loved Krispy Kreme, and in fact when i'm on the um, i hope i don't get in trouble uh yeah so but on, on the fact uh, when i was going to get married i didn't want i didn't want a wedding cake i don't like wedding cakes it's just not something uh. I, I don't even like cake all that much i know a whole load of bakers according and hate me on this mm. but i'm just not a cake person but I like donuts and I don't know what it is. And I love Krispy Kremes. And on one of my pre-wedding events, instead of getting cake, they literally got me like three packets of donuts. And oh, part of nice. the whole wedding thing was they're meant to put this kind of yellow stuff on your face and feed you some sweets. And I'm not big on Indian sweets either. Hmm. And so I ended up, they just ended up feeding me donuts. And do you remember that like a meme of like Homer Simpson where he was just literally oh, yeah. like, you're in donut yeah, hell. Yeah. And they just yeah, kept feeding yeah. me. He's like, keep going. I literally yeah, yeah. was like that. I was like, you know, oh, you nice. can keep hitting me. And I was plowing through the donuts. And then, you know, this week, I had the moment, didn't I? Did you see that? Like I oh, tweeted yeah, about fifty percent discount. That, yeah. So anyone out there who's NHS who got blue light card, yeah, go to go to Krispy. I'm, I'm not getting any from the, from this. I'm doing this from like I want you to guys to enjoy donuts from the bottom as of your I heart. do. Mm. But um, so I guess this is your creams. Mate, no. so if 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 we're gonna get called out now, if we're gonna get cancelled, it's gonna be you and this kind of shameless, oh, kind shameless of, uh, promotion of Krispy. Yeah, cream. yeah, yeah, mate. But genuinely, well, my will be cream, after you. If you go to Krispy Kreme, mm. you can get 50% off if you've got a blue oh light card on a Wednesday. So I did okay. that and I tweeted about it. I was so pleased, man. And plus I was fasting. I was looking forward to eating this yeah. donut so much. Oh, God, you're and... fasting. That means I have to ask you the question that's on everyone's mind. Oh, great. Here we go. What is it then? Go on. I've, I've had them all over the years. Do you drink water? Do you drink water? <laughs> <laughs> it's good you mention that because the thing about fasting is yeah. that I remember when I was fasting on the wards and stuff, and then a yeah. patient would be like, look, I've been nil by mouth for ages. You have no idea what that's like. 
<laughs> like, mate, it's one of those situations. Do I volunteer the information that I actually do know what it's like? I haven't eaten mm. in like ages, or do mm. I just pretend? And no, normally I just leave. It. I don't want to have a longer conversation about being Muslim, where I'm from, etc., etc. Mm. But um, yeah, it's, it's like you actually feel what they feel going through on a lot of levels. Like when you do yeah. it, you you realize, you know what? I know what it's like to going through going going through what you're going through. I've been nil yeah. by mouth. I'm nil by mouth yeah. right now. Yeah. But not even H2O. Not even H2O, not even H2O, exactly. It's a standard question, but you're not even allowed to drink water. Like, no, that's the point in fasting. Like, come on. I love it, I love it. Yeah, there's always the same That's question. one of my favorite things to do, though. It's one of my favorite things to do is when, uh, if someone tells me that fasting is to ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you know, like when um, you know, like, you know, all these people are called Harry Potter for like, decades. Yeah, they've been called Harry Potter for years, and suddenly Harry Potter comes out, and becomes the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, it's like they must hate their name. They must hate now every for, forever. Now they're always yeah. going to be oh Harry Potter. I can't see your scar, and it's like oh, you know. Do you always have to make the same joke? Like just imagine. And I remember I was on, I was working once, and I know, I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to do. This, well, this is not fun. I guess it's a bit of a geeky thing to do, but I literally typed in Peter Parker onto the system and Peter mm. Parker exists, believe on or not. Clark Kent exists. Mm. You know, people are out there with these names. They must hate, their, they must hate their names. You know, no, you, those kind you, of names. No, with those things, I think you've just got to like jump around. You've just got to embrace it. You've got to go the other way and you've just got to be like, ha, I am Harry Potter. And then maybe like even get a tattoo of a scar on your head. Oh, like you you've really got to go that way. Just, yeah, that's what you've uh, got to do. You've got to like double down. You've got to like... Uh, to take it head on because you take away then like I got that with the name thing you know like my name oh my god name so difficult so, <laughs> so literally so like yeah. yeah yeah so then I'll be like it, um, if they ask me what my name is and they ask me to repeat it I'll be like yeah it's a long name you know because I'm just like <laughs> I acknowledge it like this that's what this kind of little dance is about just yeah. you know bosh Oh, like, well, you know, you know there's a film called um, Office Space. Have you seen that? And I think the guy's no. name is Michael Bolton. Oh, such a good film. Office Space is a, mm. like an awesome, awesome film. These uh, plugs coming from you, me. mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I genuinely, I was one of those situations that back in the day, uh, I might have downloaded some films and um, <gasps> illegally. You wouldn't download a handbag. No, though, no, I guess not. I don't know. I can't remember. Would you download the anyway, Okay, yeah. I was really into I was really into Smallville, and I think I got a Smallville episode. It turned out it wasn't Smallville. Someone had relabeled the Smallville episode to be Office Space, and I watched Office Space, and it was. It was such a funny film, and one of the characters is called Michael Bolton, and everyone keeps talking to him about Michael Bolton, the singer, and he's like, and sometimes, and he, but the thing is, he's really into gangster rap. That's the annoying thing. So he's really into gangster rap. People keep asking about Michael Bolton. Oh, how many Michael Bolton songs do you like? And he's like, I doesn't want to say that he's into Tupac. And then um, Tupac. At one point, yeah, or Tupac. And um, yeah. one day, I think someone, I think says to him, at some point in the film, someone says to him, you know, you ever thought about changing your name? He goes, No. This is my name. I was called Michael Bolton first. He, if anyone needs <laughs> right. to change their name, it's him. And I wonder about like whether that's what how someone who's called Harry Potter is going to be like. Is that what they're going to be like? Oh, you know what? Like, I'm, if anyone's going to change their name, you need to change the name of the entire book series. Yeah, I'm not changing my name. I'm cool with them being called Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but well, I mean, like, this week, than, yeah, go on. It's better to be that than to be um, what's it? What, Digri- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather be Harry Potter than Theresa. But no, I'd rather like, be Voldemort. So, thank you very much. Voldemort. Yeah, can you imagine if your name was Vol- well? I mean, that's that'd be a bit. Ah, uh, no, mate. You know, like I, I went to the Harry Potter shop down in King's King's Cross, right? And I bought a Slytherin notebook, right? A Slytherin, and it was lovely. It had like leather trimming. It looked awesome. It had the big word Slytherin because I like Slytherin. I think they look cool. I don't. I don't know why everyone hates on Slytherin all the whole time. If I could be anyone, I'd be in the Slytherin crew because they look cool, and they yeah. live in dark rooms, etc., etc. It just seems to appeal to my personality, and. Um, the um, I remember I was holding that book and I was actually doing revision. I was writing notes in there and I was on the tube 
And then there was his, there was his family trying to get their pram up the uh, up the stairs. You, you've been in that situation, trying to get the pram up the stairs. And you know what? I've been there. I'm going to help them. So I went up and I was like, trying to get it. And I and I, I think you know I'm holding this book. You know what? And, I get, and they had a little toddler. Can you hold my book, please? So I gave him my book, and then I helped them up this. And she was just staring at it and looking at me like, oh, <laughs> mum. <laughs> He's a one of those. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so scared and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, all Slytherins aren't bad, eh? And I just quickly got out there as quickly as possible. No, maybe um, the toddler just knew that a grown-ass adult shouldn't be having a Harry Potter book of any description. I think it's a Slytherin uh, thing. Isn't that weird? I mean, I, I love Harry <laughs> yeah. Potter. Yeah, I do. yeah it is. I do. It is, yeah. dude. Yeah. But in not, truth, no. you know what? I only got, this is maybe a bit embarrassing, the only reason I got into Harry Potter is because there was a girl I fancied back in the day. That was That's what it all comes down to with you, isn't it? Just, <laughs> just that longing for, yeah. for you know, companionship. Maybe, maybe if I have this this little textbook, then maybe what? So what do you think would happen? Like you're in lectures and you just take this book out, and then she'd be like, "Hi, I'm oh. really into Harry Potter too." And then <laughs> like, I, I read it because she seemed to be into it, and then it turned yeah. out actually I ended up being into Harry Potter as well. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. go and brush up on the rules of Quidditch together or something. Is it Quidditch uh, or I don't yeah, know? I know it's me? embarrassing, isn't it? I've got so many embarrassing it's stories embarrassing. about yeah, my attempted multiple attempts. But I had a big week this through show, this week through show. A big week because what? you know, I think you talked about it the other day. You were touched by the blue tick. Someone who's a blue tick touched your account, commented on you twice or something. Oh no, I've, I've got a few of them following me. Yeah, I'm a big deal. Well, there you go. Yeah. And this week I had Krispy Kreme reply yeah. to my messages on yeah, two, yeah. three times. I felt like you know what. I'm, I'm making it. You made it. The crispy yeah, I've made it. it. I've made it. I've definitely, definitely made it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Enough. Yeah, anyway. So what else has been going on on Twitter? What's been happening through? Well, the other thing that I thought we should like talk about was the, um, you know, the match day stuff. So everyone kind of like finding their jobs. And it was interesting to see the kind of comparison of mm. the US kind of medical Twitter versus the UK. You know, like, they were, like yeah. the US ones are like with um, reaction videos, uh, which are some of them are amazing. And all these kind of like US medical students look so glamorous, don't they? Like they're also yeah, like, Super made up. What is it about suits. them? Why do they look so Hollywood, these people? I don't like, know. Let's just look beaten down and like ruined. And these guys are like, look at my perfect teeth. Look at my perfect hair. Yeah, I've totally. got hair. Check this out. Like, Go away, man. I don't need to see yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Whereas they're like, yeah. oh, God, I've got gastro first. You know, yeah. what, you know, it's just like, um, <laughs> it's just so it's interesting to see that the differences. But the, one of the, uh, like, if... The, if that was the theme of the week, the differences between UK and Med Twitter, one of the things that just blew my mind was the uh, controversy about the word provider. You know, like they were just like oh, melting yeah. down. Oh my God, I'm not a provider. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and it's just, um, I think it came from the idea that uh, but I guess because it's all privatized or whatever, and so mm. it's just they're basically like McDonald's workers with stethoscopes or something, or maybe that's what they're worried about conjuring up that kind of image. But then someone tweeted like basically making some implication as to using the um, <laughs> saying providers like the p word with an implication <laughs> that it might be like the n word, yeah, and then it was yeah, like, yeah. okay, now uh... this is completely. <laughs> hyperbolic this is just completely out there this is this is like please please can i have a crumb of oppression please like oh, it was just man. so next level Unbelievable. I... I can't you know it, you can't you can't make this up can you so i mean the thing is like i think people do get worked up about like the num nomenclature of things sometimes like because you know radiologists they don't like the word order if you call them up say hi you know oh yeah radiology. that's true i ordered a scan and then people oh you didn't order a scan you, you know we're not mcdonald's you know do you want extra fries <laughs> with that and it's like yeah you know what yeah 
can we all just get over the nomenclature of things like people yeah. don't mean it like that there are people you know when someone orders something it's because they're clicking on it feels like you order something like it i don't i don't i don't have a problem with that if someone yeah. says oh you know i went to domino's and i clicked on the order and then my order went through it doesn't feel all that different when you're ordering scans or requesting scans but people don't really mean it like that. I don't think so, anyway, because you know, oh, you're I mean, to justify yourself. I think if you said it, then it must therefore be okay. So that's that's. But you carry well, on. Oh, you know what? I think something I do love is annoying other radiologists. So if you want to go and say, you know, uh, I'm this guy, <laughs> please feel free and tweet tweet yeah. me about how think, you how you annoyed them because I'd love it. I'd love it. <laughs> well, I think uh, I mean it just kind of sums up cardiology that there's so many examples of things that piss off cardiologists, like word wise. Like mm. there was that guy who just went off on one against one of my cardiology registrar colleagues when she said people. My trial and he was like oh it's not that it's uh and then i can't even remember what it was about it's just kind of this uh guy who just and he just he doubled down and that was uh, incessant but that's and the, then like, if we all had a list of things that like we know cardiology would win cardiology would win because we we just get angry about everything because we're angry like af with fast ventricular response like uh, or echo you know don't capitalize that because i don't know that makes you a dick or something really? and you know, wow. yeah yeah oh um, I, I personally don't like it when people go, hi, are you cardio? I don't like being called cardio. I'm like, that's a, my least favorite form of exercise. Please don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> like, or you're just, reminding me that I should have done cardio. Yeah, exactly. I don't, that, so I don't yeah. Don't like, don't, don't say legs or cardio to me because I'm not interested in either. But like, yeah. uh, so, and there's just so many of them, you know? Uh, so like, I think, um, I think it's a testament to how angry cardiologists are that there's so many of these you bugbears know, on, the, on the grand scheme of things I don't think generally speaking anyone's really trying to annoy someone on purpose you know what I mean like mm. it's not yeah, you know if I want to annoy you I'd annoy you I'd flick you in the face or something you know what I mean like, I, there will be, if there was something I want to do to annoy you I would do it Like, but generally speaking people aren't doing it to annoy each other they're just it's just something that happens it's okay mm. we move on it's not a big deal you know like you know, and I just think that we kind of get focused on, on the wrong thing sometimes and people get really annoyed about stuff <laughs> True. But, um, I think you know, I, I think, think there should be yeah. I think there should be like a scope for a bit of empathy. Like I think there are some things like if uh, like for example if I just came up to you and was like hi radiologist you know like yes you are a radiologist but it'd be nice to kind of be like hi I'm Thrusha like you know what's your name you know mm. just, but I think in the kind of perhaps in wanting to be brief or something people just kind of skip through niceties and so i think there's probably an element of that which i, I do think has been annoying like i would like it if people asked me what my name was and just because i'm like oh well, you know it'd be nice to have like a basic human interaction with this person you know before my kind of phone goes off again or something yeah, um, yeah. but that, that's but, just talking about general politeness isn't it like, yeah but you know, you know so i think but sometimes just say hi how you do it no no, no you but, do it, but hi you, you, know. you think that though but like in a hospital that is it's not is it like a lot of it's mm. gone like you, do you see like Mehul's tweets and you know he was like um like people were uh, yeah yeah and just mm. uh the way that people kind of like communicate with him i mean it is mm. i remember like hi is this medridge like you get calls like that hi is this medridge mm. i mean then, i don't know how, how just... do you feel like sometimes when someone calls me up and they're like hi how are you and i'm like look dude just get to the problem like I've got uh, those things no i mean, love it i'm like, it's like a, really okay i love I'm it sure sometimes i love sometimes it like, just give me the last number tell me what it is Oh, I see. As so as you ruin, being rude about it. There's always but, one guy who ruins it for everyone else, and it's probably I think that's you. I think it's really. I don't know, man. No, I don't mind the conversation. I don't mind if like if someone says, "Oh, this is radiology. Um, I need a scan yeah. right now." Then I'm like, "Okay, chill out, yeah. First of all, mm. you know, let's let, tell me who you are." But if they're like, "Hi, I'm hi radiology. I'm the cardiologist. Um, I was hoping to get a scan." I say, "Yeah, go on. Go tell me the hospital number." Then it's then mm. it's nice. But, you know, I don't want to know about your dog. I don't want to know about your cat. I don't want to know like, oh, how I your see. day's going. I just want yeah. to know, like, tell me what it is. Let's get through it. Let's move on. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I guess. Think, you know what? More of a conversation because you're, you're more busy than I am, I'm sure, when mm. you're getting these phone calls and stuff. I know, but like. About my dog. 
I don't have a yeah. dog, by the way. I don't like dogs. It, Sorry. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm a cat person. I'm a cat yeah. person. Can't oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just want anything to, like, break break up the Monday. I mean, like, if I'm super busy, like, if it's, like, you know, I'm with a sick patient or whatever, then, okay, yeah. I might be like, oh, do you mind just kind of skipping to the, you know, if you do you want me to see the person? Yeah, fine. But a lot of the time, I, I like the inane chit-chat. I like, like, um, I mean... Sometimes it can get a bit ridiculous, you know, when someone's telling you a story and they're like, oh, they're in Sainsbury's and they're buying the vegetables for the week and whatever. Unless, <laughs> unless it's kind of a funny story, then I yeah. think it's kind of, you know, like I remember the, uh, seeing this patient who was telling me about how uh, she was making like a three bird, ro three bird roast. Was it three bird? Like three meat roast. And she was making it, but she came over like really, really dizzy. Mm. But she was like... But I was making a roast for my family, and so like, I wanted to be more about the roast. Yeah, yeah, literally, I literally was like, yeah. And then when I was like doing the clerking, like I wrote all about it. But I was like, the thing is, is that when people are reading it, they're like, oh, that's great. That's it. That's well, a yeah, right, seriously. So you had a little clerk and she used the rosemary and she used a bit of salt and she used um, preheat to the cooker at two hundred seven. I might have I might have written that she's doing a roast for her family and there's three Yeah, I think <laughs> there's quite a lot of detail in there. Because I'm like, you know, when they're doing the post take water, it's so mundane. You know, like everything's yeah. like, oh yeah, collapse through cause, oh yeah, person, you know, there's no transport to take them. It's so dull and so not memorable. And so some I just think and also like it just kind of gives people like an idea of what that I don't know, I just think because it's, otherwise it's just so boring, isn't it? No, like, it's so boring. Like, it's the same stuff again and again. Like the referrals that we get, like, you know, chest pain, breathlessness, collapse. Mm. Is this endocarditis because they spiked temperature? And so then, you know, it's just, that's it. That's all we get. And so at least if there's like a bit of colour to the story, then I don't know. It just, yeah, it fair just, enough, fair enough. and it also helps like, me remember them. I think this leads us on a bit quite nicely. Like, you know, you know, when you're getting referrals, right? Like I, you know, I, I mentioned the beginning, like, or quite early on that, like in the beginning, I used to say no to a lot of referrals. And then, um, and then, but then I used to say no to a lot of referrals, but I used to get annoyed that the surgical registrar would refuse to see the patient. And, and then when I realized that, hang on, why am I getting, I'm kind of almost doing the same thing by refer, refusing to get, to get scans done. And actually I started to think to myself, like, okay, listen, you know, I started to try and take a different tact about things and be a bit more like, yes, and become more of a yes man. Like, you know, I don't mind doing the scan. Let's do what you can. Let's do what we can together uh, uh, and try and figure out what the problem is. And that made my on calls, my whole experience of being on call and that kind of thing a lot, lot easier. And it's not because I'm a yes man. I started to realize that what do I really enjoy about my job? What I really enjoy is scans. I like scans. I love looking at scans. If someone said to me, Imran, which is kind of what I do actually, you can look at scans all day and we'll pay you for it, I'd happily do it because I'm looking at pictures and commenting on them. And then I started thinking like, you know, why is everyone else not wanting to see patients? That's surely for a surgeon and there's an opportunity to go do surgery. You should go do that surgery because that's how I feel about my job. Like if you said to me, Imran, we're going to do, we've got 15 scans. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do, let's just go for it. Let's hit these scans. Let's do, do as many as we can. I have no issue with people getting scanned. And you know, um, this week or last week, People, I saw a lot of people worried, oh, you know, the AstraZeneca vaccine. The Astra, AstraZeneca vaccine is going to result in loads more CT scans. We're going to get CT scans for everyone. To me, I'm like, yeah, man, let's do it. I like scans <laughs> anyway. You know, yeah. it's less of a conversation because you're going to say, you're literally going to say, AstraZeneca, headache. I'm going to be like, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's do it. And then do yeah. it. And you know about 99% of the time it's going to be normal. Mm. And then the odd time, and you may see something abnormal, which is great. You might mm. see find something out incidental, which is great. And if you see normal, it's an easy scan. So I, I really wasn't bothered. I was like, you know what? If you're going to scan more, go ahead and scan more. Because I like my job. I like scanning more people. If, mm. you want, if there was a way to scan everyone, I'd happily do it. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, I don't mind. It's not a problem for me. A bit of radiation for everyone, you, you know. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, that's um, the thing. Like, if there was no radiation risk, you know, then I wouldn't be too bothered by it because it just means another opportunity to see another scan, see, learn something. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting stuff. Uh, maybe yeah, I'm lucky. Fair enough. Maybe I'm lucky. I don't no, know. No, that's true. I mean, for me, I guess like, one of the things I really like about cardiology is that there is a concept that you end up having to explain. I know, like, mm. you know, um, there's the, lots of medications and whatever, and like, um, compliance can be a real problem, right? So, like, mm. when the person has coronary syndrome whatever then they end up on four new tablets and they're like I want on anything before and now I'm like taking stuff for my cholesterol even though my cholesterol is normal like all this stuff there's so many opportunities to like talk to people and I love talking I love it and so I love explaining stuff so um I think I mean I'll be honest though like you know if there's 20 million referrals and they're all just kind of ridiculous then yes that's that's not cool. That's not fun. But, but the I... thing is, like, you know, when I was in A&E, right, people used to get really riled up about, oh, it's so busy, we're completely heaving, we're completely mm. ruined. Have you seen outside? And I used to be like, you know what? I don't care. I just don't care. Like, I'm going to see the number of patients <laughs> I can see, mm. and I'm going to go, but I don't care, right? Yeah. And nine times, I mean, it didn't really bother me. I just kind of went through it, and most of the time you survived the night. And, you know, I found that other people were really trying to rush, they're trying to, like, get things done quickly because it was such a busy department. And I thought, no, mate, I, I couldn't care less. And I just carried mm. on. And actually, um, you know, it, it was really good. Really I said. did a lot more work. I, I got through more work than most people. And mm. I did the best job I could. And I feel like the same way about radiology. Like, it, let's say you've got 40 scans to do and you've got to hand over 20 scans because it was so busy. My assumption is that the person who takes over from me knows that I didn't go and sleep in the middle of the day. Like, I didn't <laughs> yeah. go and have a, you know, I did have a coffee. I do that a fair bit. But, you know, I didn't do nothing. Like, I did work. I did try. And I didn't, and this is what happens. And that's why you're there to take over from me. And I'll do the same vice versa. If I come in and there's 20 scans waiting from the morning session or whatever session, I'm happy to take it on because I'm going to make the assumption that you haven't lazed about and done nothing. You have worked hard. And this is just the way it is. And that's the whole point of me being here. I've got to take over from you. I don't know. Maybe radiology works slightly differently on, on some level. Yeah, I see. I think there's just there's there's just plenty of evidence to suggest that radiologists are in fact just very patient, lovely, just delightful. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, of course not. No, but you know, I just I just think sometimes I, I despair at the assumptions that we have about each other. Like yeah. going back to that blog post, his assumption was that people were being dishonest. Mm. But maybe you should go in with a different assumption that people are being honest. They're working hard, and that's their wait a second. Are you angry with him now? Because you weren't angry. Or have you, are you just suddenly like? Is it suddenly just being like? <laughs> wait a second. Actually, uh, that he's was a really bad helpful. person. ウィルスファインドウィルスファインドウォーズイズネームイエーフェアナフェアナベンスセイングライクディアサムシュウィハブアバイチアザーイズアバイチアザーイズアバイチアザーイズアバイチアザーイズアバイチアザーイズアバイ
not sure. And so I think also a lot of it's kind of lost over the telephone, isn't it? Like, um, well, it just oh, plays. You're not interested, right? You're just like, well, yeah. I'm not interested in that. Like, Another I just busy. want to get my patient out of the office, uh, out of yeah. the department. So if you're going to tell me they're okay, I'm, I can get rid of them. So maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's why. But I just assume that if you're going to look at the scan, you must be interested on some level because most people just mm. wait for the report. They don't look at the scan. But he clearly spent his time to look through it and then thought he saw something. And I'm mm. like, yeah, let's do it. And then it turned out, no, he's not interested. All right. <laughs> yeah, what can you do? What can yeah, you do? People just not interested. But you know, like um, you were talking about Med Twitter, US Med Twitter versus UK Med Twitter. I just find that the the US Med Twitter they're so excitable. You know, like you know. In fact, I think this week, you know, congratulations to everyone that got your core core training and all the rest of it. Like it is a massive, massive deal. But it wasn't. You had like a tweet, and it was just like, oh, I got surgical training. And actually, there was one girl. You know, this is what I mean. Like sometimes I feel like maybe I shouldn't say something, but it said, I've got surgical training. I'm so pleased. And I just had the image of this poor girl going through surgical training because I, I didn't like surgery at all. Like, oh, that's just not cool, is it? So I, I, you know, everyone's like, congratulations, congratulations. And I wrote, condolences. Oh, and then I thought, right. should I have done that? Should I have done that? No, and then she, just, she done replied. That. She no. Replied, yeah, God. she replied. She said, savage. And then oh, I felt a bit you bad. You are. That is savage. That is savage. Yeah, and then I, I thought little... maybe I should joke it off. And I just said, well, that's how I roll, yo. And then she didn't say anything. I was like, okay, well, that's someone's going to block me. Oops. Yeah. I, I was trying to be funny. I was just, uh, yeah, it was probably not the right joke to make when someone mm. is actually excited. They're like, I'm bridal joy. And you're like, oh, yeah, it might be shit. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> just yeah, let them be I know, happy. I, mean, I, try and, I try and be as truthful, as honest as I can. Be. Yeah, yeah, you didn't me, like it. But like, you know, did you, were, you, were you ever, was there ever a point where you were like, actually, we want to do surgery? Did you ever think? Of course, until I started doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the thing is, it wasn't the surgery so much. Like, I thought the surgery was quite cool. Well, there was a couple of things, Sarusha. I don't like blood. I, I don't know if you know this. I don't like blood. It makes me feel sick. It makes me feel queasy. It, it's just probably quite a big career thing I probably I should have considered before going into something like this. It really makes me feel sick. But mm. the good thing about surgery, I found, is that they, com they kind of almost make the person seem dehumanized, right? Because they oh, kind of cover the patient up and all you've got mm. is a little square to so, like cut into it, and all of a sudden it just becomes, you know, mush inside of a person. And then... Um, so that made things easier to deal with. But the things that really annoy me about surgery, and, I, and maybe someone can correct me on this, I found that a lot of your day was spent waiting around because something had happened to someone, you know, you waited for consent forms, you went for this, you went for that, something had gone wrong. And the yeah. actual surgery was really fun and the surgery usually didn't take longer than it should. But it was other things that made it take longer. And also when things go wrong, <laughs> they go wrong, man. You're stuck there for hours. You're standing there for hours. And I thought, you know what? Like... I, I guess there's another reason why bradyology suits me quite well. I'm in at nine and I finish at five and there's very, very little that's going to get in my way of getting home at five. If there's something left over, it's very unlikely it's going to need to be done on the day at the time. And think about it, Thrusha. Look, you know when you think about the sickest patient that you see, Thrusha, in your day, how long does it take you to sort out? It's going to take you ages, right? The sickest patient that you've got, you're there for a long, long time trying to deal with that patient. Everything gets, gets left behind now. All the other patients, you're going to have to see at some point get pushed right. Think about the sickest patient that I see in my day. What do I do with them? I, I report massive perforation, ischemic bowel, massive collections. I, call, I pick up the phone. Hi, Thrusha. Um, hi, <laughs> really, so, really sorry. Uh, but... <laughs> really sorry. I know it's yeah. five to five, but you, that patient that you scanned, they've got ischemic bowel, uh, they've got perforation, they've got massive uh, collections. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, good luck with that. And I put the phone down, <laughs> close down my computer, and I go yeah. home. That's the sickest patient of my day. That's the, that's the sickest person I'm going to see all day, and that's all I have to do. So um, I find it's a real privilege, and that's part of the reason why I like doing radiology. Like, I don't see why anyone wouldn't want to do it, and that's part of the reason why, because I, I leave I guess time so. I want to leave. Yeah, I fair don't know. Yeah, I love it, the attention, though. I love the, like, you know, when, like, I mean, being in Norwich, 
it's been awesome and like uh, mm. say for example when they're like stemmies and stuff and mm. everyone's like oh and the patient's like oh and then like the paramedics were like oh can we watch and then everyone's like watching and then you know and then they go from like oh to like oh having a sandwich afterwards it's um and so it's quite quick um yeah. and it, the, the the change is delightful and, and then you know like when you, okay the worst let's say the worst if you think about the worst part of your job the, the thing mm. that you hate the most right how bad is it? Like, how bad is the worst part of your job? Um, well, clearly not bad enough for you not to do, keep doing it, I guess. Yeah. But, the I worst part I mean, probably was being a medical reg. That was the worst. Really? Yeah, mm. I mean, I can imagine. I don't know how mm. anyone could do that, that job. It, mm. Honestly, my heart goes to anyone that's a medical registrar. It's <laughs> such a difficult job to do. But what I mean by that is, like, um, I think radiology at its worst is actually still quite enjoyable. Like on those days when you get multiple phone calls, you know, you've got like a massive list of things to do. I can still sit there with my coffee and be like, you know, okay. Is, is that how you, scan. is that how you picked your specialty? As in, so you based it on, you know, people do different things, don't they? Like for me, yeah, 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 I yeah. think it was like role models. Like, oh, I identify with those people. And um, I mean, the, the other stuff kind of, you know, like now when I think about it, I, I love kind of like uh, procedures and mm. I like the fact that we kind of, do a lot of everything and you know do our own imaging and that kind of stuff but mm. at the time i think the reason why i chose cardiology was like i want to be like those people is, uh, but so was it for you the, the worst bit like as in the, i could handle no, the no, worst actually bit the reason i mean i remember i mean i i've alluded to it and i think i'm sure we'll go through uh, grow through this in the past i was a, a terrible terrible medical student i had no hopes for doing anything at all really uh, and I, I think um, I'm not taking away from GPs or anything like that, but I thought, okay, look, if there's a special subspect I can get into, it's probably going to be GP, right? That's how I felt. Like that's, I mean, that's just my, that's how I felt. I didn't think I was going to make it anywhere else, uh, or just be like an SHO doing locums and stuff. One day I was on the wards, and then I, they were saying, Imran, you need to go, you know, um, accompany this patient to to um, to the radiologist. I was like, why is that? And he goes, because you know we don't have any doctors in the department. I was like, well, where are the radiologists? They're like, what do you mean? They're always at home. And I thought, what? Was at home? What do you mean they're at home? Because oh yeah, we send the scans to for them. I thought that's interesting, isn't it? And I was only an F1, so I mentioned it to a few people. Hey, you know what's the radiology game like? And they're like, oh yeah, well, it's really hard to get into. You'll never get in. They, they, I, you know, they just said you're probably not going to get in. And I took them for their word for it. And then I did go to radiology and I asked them, hey, listen, I was thinking about doing radiology, and they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, you should think about doing this, doing this. But I kind of just left it. I, I was like, it's never going to happen to me, man. I'm just like, you know, such a failure of a medical student. And then one day, this is how we're talking about how someone takes interest in you. I went to ask for a scan and this particular guy recognized me from when I was a student and he goes, hey man, what are you still doing? Did you fail again or something? And I thought, no, no, I didn't fail again. I'm now working in a &E. I'm, I'm now an F2 and I'm going to try and get the scan. He goes, what do you think about doing? And I was like, oh, uh, a GP, I think. And he was like, oh, right. Have you ever thought about doing radiology? And I thought, yes, I have thought about doing radiology, but let's face it, I'm probably not going to get in, so I'm not going to do it. And he goes, whoa, 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 don't be like that, don't be like that. And he really took an interest in me. He really, really pushed. And he took my phone number, so I called him, he started hassling me, like, what's hey, going man. on? Are you going to apply or not? And this was literally three months before the application day, and I, I chanced it. Hmm. And it happened. I don't know how it happened. I, hmm. It's an amazing thing to happen. And I look back and now I'm thinking like, you know, it, it does suit me quite well. Like GP hmm. was actually really, really hard. Like I did the GP placement and I thought, you know what? I'm not cut out for this. Like this hmm. is really hard. Like I can't right. believe I thought this would be the easy thing to do. Like what is, what am I, I thinking? One, you're an idiot. Like I know, I, I am. I agree. I completely like, agree. They have I, to I like, yeah. uh, the people will be like, oh yeah, I've just got like one problem. And then it's like 47 problems. And it's like, okay, no. And the clock started, you've got 10 minutes and then they're done. And then the next person's in and you're like you know and uh, they, they talk to you about like the, the depression from and you know like oh, just yeah, about 47 different things and 
Oh my god, it sounds... How did you think that was going to be cool? I don't know. Um, I, I just thought that like I probably wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have a chance anywhere else. I don't know. It was just a, it was a silly medical student thing to think of, I guess. And um, mm. I feel bad. I, I don't know. I didn't appreciate for what it is. So uh, anyway, anyway, um, let, I just um, should we move on from that? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, so yeah, what else has been going on this week? Well, there was, speaking of GPs, um, there's a, a chap who um, I follow who, um, I think he had a thread, it was on vaccines, and then like this other, like, a slightly older GP, I don't know why he just come into it, I don't know why, but anyway, just another GP uh, comes out with like, oh, the things from China, and she basically just came out with some racist stuff. Essentially, it was ra- it's like racist stuff, like really? just be- oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, I remember. This. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he was like, "That's racist," and she was like, "I can't believe you called me a ra- like, can't believe you called me a racist." Like, mm-hmm. being called a racist was more bad than say- saying the actual racist stuff. And the thing that kind yeah. of it really bugs me, like how people, if you say it, uh, that that thing to that thing you said is un- uncool, that's a bit racist. They're like, oh, "Oh my god, I can't believe you used inflammatory language." It's like mate, what you said was inflammatory. I'm pointing it out to you so that you can kind of, you know, reassess the situation, maybe take it back, or maybe just, you know, rephrase it or whatever, because it's not cool as it was. Oh my God, you call me a racist. And that's it. And they, they're like, as if that is the bad thing. That is the bad mm. thing. Like, oh, and like, racist, I mean, I don't know, they want to get Webster's Dictionary out, don't they? And be like, oh, actually I'm racist. And that like, you know, yeah, you don't have to like, I don't know, go and be up like an ethnic minority. I'd like to be a racist. I think you just have racist views, and we all have like problematic opinions and stuff, right? But like mm. the the pro- the reason why it becomes a problem is if you're not able to be like actually, you know, maybe that oh, you know, maybe I'll just shut up. Like I don't know what I'm talking about or whatever. What? But she just blocked him. Yeah. You know, he, he was like, oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like you know, this is what I was talking about earlier, isn't it? Like there's certain things that you, if you call someone those things, they get really it really hits a core of their being. It hurts them hard. Like if you call someone a liar, that's it. You could call a liar a liar. And it hits them. They're like, well, you, you can't call me a liar. That's hard. That's harsh. And I think racism is another one of those things. Like people, there was actually a documentary I was watching where there was a comedian who was following around a white supremacist, right? And the white supremacist was just spewing all the stuff about Jewish people, Muslim people, you know, Africa. It was just, it was unbelievable the stuff he was coming out with. But as soon as the comedian said to him, are you racist? He was like, no, don't call me racist. I'm not racist. I'm just stating facts. I'm just stating facts. And none of it was fact. It was completely ridiculous. But the point is like, the only thing that really upset him was when, even though he was part of a racist organization, even though everything he was saying was racist by absolute definition. And if you showed him to him, this is what you're saying is complete racist. Being called a racist was not what he liked. And he was actually up for a fight if someone called him a racist. And so it's, it's crazy, right? And I think that must be another one of those things. Like people don't want to be called racist. It's just, a, it's just, they will say lots of racist things and you can maybe try and explain to them. But as soon as you say the R word, it's the R word. It shuts down any conversation. And that's what makes it even more difficult. Like it's hard enough. It's exhausting having to call people out on nonsense, right? Like, I mean, and I don't even have to face half of it that black people do, mm. but like, it is exhausting and then when you have to deal with like this other layer of uh, something to penetrate which is actually trying to engage in a, com- in a meaningful conversation which they've dragged into you know it's just basically shifted the goalposts to something that's com- almost an irrelevance like whether you how you identify as a racist or not what you've said was problematic that's what i'd like you to kind of address but we're now down this other kind of garden path 
because you're just like not, not mature enough to kind of like I don't know, just uh, accept that there are there's there are words to describe uh, uh, certain so, opinions. I think this girl, what she'd done. I think someone had talked about how like uh, the vaccine, the vaccination programs. We keep talking about the Western world and how well they've done with it, but actually the Eastern world and places that are not part of the West. Um, have done actually really really well with the vaccination programs and they're dealing with it but we're not we're not talking about it because they're not you know part of the the bigger picture of the way that the news is broadcast so this person was quite negative and took it as you know they said a few racist things and things mm. but like you know I, I, it's interesting you say exhausting like I find it exhausting being a brown guy sometimes. I mean, I, obviously, I don't feel I don't feel it as much as someone who who is black. I mean, clearly, you know, from what we see across the pond, it's unbelievable what they go through. Especially that thing you you tweet retweeted the other day about that that army general or something lieutenant who. Oh my god! Over. It was unbelievable, isn't it? Mm. But like, I don't know about you, Thrusha, but generally speaking, when I go around my day to day business, I never really think of myself as a brown person or a Muslim person. Even like, it doesn't even cross my mind. Like, oh, you know, I'm brown until someone reminds me that oh, yeah, yeah. you're brown, right? They'll say something. You think, oh, hang on, yeah, I, I guess I am a little bit different, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I think this actually takes it back to GP. Like when I was doing that GP placement, I had this, um, I had the GP trainer or the guy that was in charge of me, and he seemed like a nice enough bloke. And you know, again, he, I think he'd be one of these people that was kind of racist but without really realizing he was being racist. He was saying racist things but not really realizing it. And so, being a Friday, being a Muslim person, I go to Friday prayers. And so I said to him, listen, you know, at Friday lunchtime, I'm going to go to Friday prayers. Is that cool? And he was like, oh, oh we've got this meeting at lunchtime. And I think, but you know, if it's possible, can I go? And afterwards, I was like, yeah, yeah, you go, you go, you you go for it, right? And next, you know, I got reported for skiving. And I was yeah. like, you know, where did that come from? Like, what's wrong with you? We, I, I had this discussion. Why are you, why are you reporting me for skiving? I already told you where I'm going to be. So immediately, I thought there's something a bit up with this guy. And that whole story would be another story for another day because I end up having to talk to someone else or something. It just went on for ages. Oh, and then, um, um, one day he walks into my consultation, the consultation room I had, and he was like, Imran, I need to watch you do a consultation and give you a mark so that, you know, you can get through this place. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. And, uh, you know, at the time, I mean, now I'm a radiologist, I don't really get to speak to many people. I thought I was pretty good at, like, you know, talk to people and alleviating the concerns. And, you know, like I said, I really wanted to be a GP at one point. So I, I kind of tried to, you know, try and make myself be better at it. And so... Um, I, I, I had this consultation with the patient and I thought it went pretty well. They seemed pretty happy and they, were, they left the room and he's sitting in the back writing all these notes. Then he kind of pulled up the chair next to me and says, um, you know what, um, you know, you did really good consultation. I thought, awesome, man, I'm going to get good marks here. Because you know what, the best thing about you, Imran, I'm going to tell you the best thing about you is your accent. I think he did and a I racist. Thought, he did a racist. Didn't and I thought to myself, what are you talking about? Like, I've been through med school, right? I've gone through F1, you know, I'm coming into F2, I've done all this stuff, right? And the best thing about me, all this training, is my is accent. accent. Yeah, like, what is that? Where did that come from? Why are you saying that to me? Is that called a racism? So, that is a racism, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is it? Exactly. But then if I go and, if I go and call him out as a racist, mm. I would end up more Inflammatory, like, yeah. Would, yeah. yeah, exactly. Inflammatory, my feet, his feelings person. would be hurt. Oh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I literally took it. I just took it. I just, you know what? Like, just give me my marks and let's get out of this. Like, just move on. Let's move on. It was really, really terrible. I, yeah. I just, and there was another, yeah, I mean, there, there's been a few of these occasions where, um, yeah, you just get reminded that you're not, you're not, you're never going to be the same. You get othered, do you? I think that's called mm, othering or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that what it is? You know, yeah. like, I mean, just, you must have had situations like that. Yeah, it's just this kind of like coded kind of way of just letting you know that they've well, identified wait. you as like. You know what? I even had one that was not so coded back in med school. Did they ever tell you about this? So. Hmm. 
I just started clinics, yeah, and I was kind of enjoying clinics. I thought it was kind of fun. And there was this really nice gastro radio, uh, no, gastro, everyone's a radiologist to me these days. Uh, no, gastro, gastroenterologist. And he organized for us to do a, take a history from a patient, right? right? I don't know if you can see where this is going. So um, he organized for the patient to come in, and all the medical students came into the room, and he had the patient sitting there, and he said, uh, each one of you'd ask a, you know, a question to try and get a history from this patient. And then at some point, I could, you won't believe this, and this did happen, yeah. And you might be able to go back to our med, um, if you go back to our, our um, what do you call it, yearbook or whatever, you'll see that people have mentioned it in the yearbook that this event happened. And so um, he goes, look, we're trying to get to the color of what color her stool is. So she looks at the, he looks at the patient and goes, was her stool the same color as him? <coughs> or the same color as my shoe? Trying to get the difference between Melina and normal, normal poo. And he was literally pointing at my face and I was just like, huh? And then I remembered, oh yeah, I'm brown. I forgot about that. Oh, hang on, that ain't nice. What are you doing, man? You're, you're, I haven't been called poo since I was like five. <laughs> did you say that? What did you say? I, did you say that? I didn't say it. Genuinely, I didn't say anything. I was so, so in shock like, that had happened. I did not say a word. And I just left it. And a few of the other guys, I guess maybe it was a different time. Like back, maybe in the different days, time. Like, tweeted about it. I don't know. Like Maybe I would have tweeted about it if Twitter was a thing back, there, back then. Mm. But... There was nothing like that. And then, you know, the other guys who were with me, girls who were with me, they just laughed it off and it was kind of joke, like, I can't believe that just happened. That's so yeah. weird. That's terrible. Yeah, and that is terrible. I, I, I kind of just let it go, let it slide. Like, all right, well, you know, that's what it, it is what it is. You know, I've just been likened to poo in the middle of a, a teaching session. Hmm. Life of a brown man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, so that, yeah, was the G- that was the trainer? That was a yeah. That was a consultant. That was a consultant who and you know generally speaking, he was lovely. He, you know, he'd actually taken his time out to try and teach us and get patients in and go through histories. Yeah, but that was but a day like he'd said that you were yeah, I looked like colored. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, but that's the thing. Like, mm. do you, does that change a person completely because you've gone? Yeah. Like do you think yeah. so? Do you think he's yeah. a racist person? Do you think he's just so? Is like, he a racist person? No, I mean yeah. it's just an unkind thing to say. It doesn't take a brain like a like a brainiac to kind of realize that if you compare someone. Um, their appearance to shit then um, it just, it just, it's not like I don't know you don't have to be super super smart to realise that that's just not a cause cool, that's just not yeah, that is an unkind yeah, thing maybe. to say I mean the, yeah, you just you shouldn't have to have that pointed out to you, you should already like everyone you, as you said everyone knew that was wrong so um, that person's an adult, right? They weren't like a, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, thing, like, you know, these days you tweet about it, report to the med school, and all that. You still kind of probably stuff, can. Right? I mean, this is what like ten. This is how many years ago? Fifteen years uh, ago? You know, easily fifteen years ago. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, um, I, you know, also part of it was because I wasn't doing very well in med school. I just didn't want more stuff. Yeah. To deal with. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're flunking things and you end up being the, you, you you're already seeing more. the dean about this. You're yeah. already seeing the, you know, such and people about this. They're already talking about, oh, you know, is this the right thing for you and all this kind of stuff. The last thing you want to do is suddenly end up in another conversation about something. Like, <laughs> Someone saying that you look like, like poo. Just move on. Yeah. I yeah. just don't want to go deal with it. I figuratively and, and feel like shit. Side. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's a failing on my side of things. If I look back, maybe I should have said something, but no, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's difficult, I think... especially when you're training. Like, you know, these days when you're consulting, you've got a little bit more like, you know what, you can't talk to me like that. But I remember like there's, I mean, I, I'll talk about it eventually, but there are a few more occasions of being a trainee that these kind of things kind of inadvertently happen. But you never feel like comfortable enough to be like, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. Well, I'm, that's the problem, yeah, isn't it? I'm dealing with so much. But yeah. I really want to deal with more right now. You know what well, I mean? that is that real problem, isn't it? Because it's so hier- hierarchical and people get like, how much of this stuff? How much, you know, like the other people that he subsequently kind of supervised, you know, this just got... Um, brushed under the carpet because of this mm. kind of hierarchical nature to medicine. It's, uh, 
that's not cool, is it? Like, how well, does that you know, um, I think I'm going to quote, you know, Brooke Shields. I think she she talks about Brooke how, Shields. Um, nice. Yeah, Brooke. No, she's got some great line lines. Oh, okay. yeah. You can check it out. She's actually got some good lines. Mm. But um, I think one of the lines she said, like. Um, the day you stop growing up is the day you become famous, right? And the point is that everyone's a yes person around you because everyone, you know, all of a sudden that, you know, people just do whatever they want. So you never get that. When someone says no or something doesn't go quite your way, you grow as a person. And mm. I think you probably know that and so do I. And I wonder whether that's the same thing as when you become a consultant. Like if there are these little things about you, no one's really going to call you up on it. Like if a consultant turns up half an hour late every single day, it's unlikely someone's going to be like, you know what, you need to turn up on time. But if you're a trainee that turns up half an hour late every day, someone's going to be like, listen, you need to turn up <laughs> on time every yeah, day yeah. and this shit can't be happening anymore and I, I don't think it's a good thing uh, and you know it's just one of those things but I, I do wonder whether this person's had these views for a long time or didn't have these views and then started bring it up now but now now they're a consultant it's difficult to really untouchable. call them up on it yeah you know I, I do think there is a element of that on there I do mm. I do think that but because I never called them up and I wasn't the only person in that room and it's probably not the first time something like that happened mm. but they're probably going to still do it and probably do it to this day I don't know anyway God, there you go. I think round man. Me, I think we should we should move on to something like jolly. Like I really yeah, wanted yeah, to go on, go on. because and yeah. uh, you know I think we've gone over like forty five minutes. So we need to talk about um, the the World Cup and how sisterly won because obviously oh, that awesome. means Cardiology awesome. are always going to win, weren't they? Like always, this yeah. is always. Uh, let's well, it was it was yeah I, I agree. I mean I was surprised. I was surprised. I, I mean why did you think sisterly, sisterly was going to win the World it's Cup? Cardiology, so it's just awesome. Well, cardiology is cool. Hmm. You know when I saw that thread, you know hmm. like I said when there's too much reading involved i can't be bothered usually mm. when i saw that my, my eyes actually went kind of weird because i was like this feels like an mcq and i, I I'm, not, I'm not very good at mcqs i'm not very good at sbas i don't know how i'm going to answer this but as i started reading i was like this looks like quite a lot of fun and people really getting into it and there was like pe- team pubic ray my condolences <laughs> condolences yeah. is that okay can i say condolences to them and not get done done for it anyways, condolences to pubic i was on your side actually pubic ray my anything in anatomical was like i was up for mm. but um it was great. It was great fun. But did you see that someone did a medical version of it? And I haven't well, kept up with it at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I keep every time I see it. I, um, I don't think it's possible to vote more than once, annoyingly. But obviously, did UCL. Mm. I mean, I'm doing my MD at UEA, so like I voted for them as well. But like, um, I think I, I I really do like those um, those threads in Med Twitter because it just kind yeah, of breaks it up fun. a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, because you know, yeah. from the outrage and stuff, it is kind of nice to have something like hard. Like, um, mm. there are a few people that are quite fun for this. Like Russell, like his videos, like, kind of. Enjoyable, aren't they? They're yeah, good. Yeah. And then, um, really, really fun. And every so often, Zach, do you follow him? You should follow no, him. No, I don't. Maybe I should find who. He's a Madrid. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll send you. Yeah. He's like, um, he'll put kind of like uh, funny threads every so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. Um, we've we've talked way over and we went really deep. Oh my God. Like, um, yeah, are, people, yeah. are we going to be bringing people down I mean. with this? Are we bringing people down with this? I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I mean, look, Med Twitter is a fun place. It's a fun place. And I think um, having these conversations is good fun as well. Hopefully, you guys can relate on some level. Maybe it opens your eyes to what it's like to be a brown person sometimes in, in the world of medicine, don't you think? I think yeah, so. just like your eyes have opened to how um, how important and valuable and how difficult GP training is and how they are, you know, they do a really important, like, I, I'm going to be listening to this <laughs> and be like, Darusha, Darusha, why didn't you interrupt him? Why didn't yeah. you get in there? Why didn't you? And I'm like, oh, you, you know, because I just wanted to. And they're like, but you did it. Do you know? 10 minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes. And if someone, you know, you have to do the ideas, cons- and they have to do all that stuff. And, and you know, we don't have any investigations. Do you know about, pe- you texted me asking about your child's rash. And then I'll be like, mm. So yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, GPs. Apologies to any GPs out there. I, I love yeah. all specialties. Maybe not ortho so much. I love all <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. All right. We're gonna go. All right. Cool. Right, thanks for listening, right, guys. Thanks a lot, yeah. yeah Speak to you guys next week. All right. All right bye. bye.
And you've been listening to the Two Medics and One Microphone podcast presented to you by Dr. Imran Lasker and Therusha Kudwantina. Thank you for listening.